0: You're listening to Crossings Conversations from Church Divinity School of the Pacific, a show about leaders creating Christian community and sharing God's love. This is Kyle Oliver from Church Divinity School of the Pacific, and I'm here with the Reverend Christy Fleming, Missioner for Community Care and Reconciliation in the Episcopal Church in Western Louisiana and Director of the Lighthouse Homeless Ministry. Christy, welcome.
1: Thank you. Wonderful to be here.
0: So uh th- this is a series of conversations that we're having with some uh CDSP alums who are doing interesting work and uh I thought we could start by just um asking you very broadly to tell us about your ministry at the Lighthouse what what is it um what's your work like there and uh anything else you want to share mm-hmm.
1: Um well I opened the ministry about a year ago uh, end of September of last year um When I moved to rural northeast Louisiana four years ago, a little over four years ago, I um, uh, made friends with a number of homeless people. I was a chaplain to the homeless in in San Diego and in San Francisco. So I made a uh, number of friends. And it became clear over time, I was serving at a church full time, but it became clear that a shelter was needed. And uh, eventually uh, decided to to open it, and we're open seven days a week. Uh, we offer three meals a day. I'm working very hard right now to open the overnight ministry, and um, uh, my homeless friends are quite anxious for that to happen. Uh, and so that's that's what that's what's going on right now with the with the lighthouse.
0: Yeah, tell us a little more about. Um, what the what the process was like, um you know, I, I I think it it's it's always different how we find ourselves in the situation where we um experience some sort of ministry need and then try to go from there to action, and I'm curious about what that looked like um in the case of the lighthouse.
1: My bishop has been more than supportive. My gosh, has he been supportive Jake Owensby? he's just fantastic and um He said, um, what would you like to do, Christy? And um, he gave me some time to think about it. And I I said, how about opening a homeless shelter? And he said, do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was able to uh, get a uh, donation, monthly donation from the city of Bastrop. Um, Apparently, a number of people had talked about opening a homeless shelter, but it's not an easy thing. And fortunately, um, I was able to do that. So that's that's all th- how it came to being. I had no idea when I graduated from CS- CDSP that I would be doing this uh, mm-hmm. in in the middle of cornfields.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow, wow. <laughs> well, you, you mentioned uh, these past experiences of of having these pastoral relationships with um, with homeless people in different um, cities where you've where you've lived. How did that? Um, how did those past experiences um, you know, prepare you for the work that you're doing now?
1: Oh, it prepared me unbelievably. Uh, uh, they taught me so much and continued. My homeless friends continued to teach me and did teach me so much about their lives, their realities, um, what brought them to that particular situation. And there are many different stories, uh, many different stories. Um, but also they've taught me that so many of us do not understand our own worth. Hmm. Um, and, um, I've had numerous conversations filled with tears for some who, when we talk about the fact that they are loved by God. They are loved by God, even if they walk around in boxer shorts and a torn up T-shirt and flip-flops in San Diego. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't matter, you know, and I'll, I, I'll even say, what do you think Jesus was wearing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't think he was wearing a three-piece suit. <laughs> um, but they have taught me so much. And also to let go of whatever fear or anxiety I had uh, and to, to move forward and know that God is with us always. It's just, uh, it was a wonderful experience. And so, it was not difficult to, to step into this ministry, uh, here, here in Bastrop, um, because I, I was blessed with that experience.
0: Mm. And, um, did you have some experience as well with some of the, uh, the the more sort of formal administrative aspects I'm, t- I'm just thinking about what a daunting task it must be to um to run a shelter and i'm i'm, I'm curious what, what what that process has been like
1: Right. Um, it has become abundantly clear that I am more of a relational person than an administrative person. I was uh, the spiritual director uh, for for the shelters that I worked at before. And so I had to learn a lot. And I'm still learning. I'm still learning uh, a lot about what needs to happen. Fortunately, as I said earlier, my bishop is so patient um, and he has a lovely sense of humor <laughs> because... Uh, <laughs> Because I don't, um, you know, I don't know everything about the administrative part, and you're right; it is, it is, uh, it is a challenging, it is a challenging job. But we're getting there. We're getting there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Feel free to wave me off of this line of questioning. I, I, I tend to be a bit of a process geek, so I just I'm drilling down and down. Is is there um, is there like a recent example of of a uh, a piece of a piece of learning that you've you've had of like oh okay well I feel like I understand this aspect of, of this work better. Um, <laughs> I'm curious about if you've got a, a story or two.
1: Well, the the thing that I'm having to learn most is that um, even though um, I love my homeless friends and we have such good relationships even with people who are, are, are dangerous. And there, there are a number of people who are, um, I I've learned, and I am learning that I, I need to, um, be stricter mm-hmm. with certain things and, um, it breaks my heart. And at the same time, uh, I've got to do that. Uh, so I, I, am still learning, you know, to say, uh, no, I'm sorry. You have to leave. Uh, I don't like saying that, but that's, that's the kind of thing that I'm having to learn. Mm. And also, uh, administratively, um, we are a 501 C three, uh, nonprofit and, um, you know, all that rigmarole is very, very important. It's the reason that we we got a $10,000, uh, grant, uh, uh, from the Frost Foundation in, in New Mexico uh, a couple of months ago. I had no idea how to do that earlier. Mm-hmm. I had absolutely no idea, but I'm learning one day at a time.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so, you're, um, so your funding is a combination of city funding, grant funding, and church funding? Is that
1: Yes, the, dio- the diocese is helping, um, but it is getting more and more expensive as more and more people show up. Um, right now, it's about a $5,000 a month program uh, for food and 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 uh, utilities and on and on and on, insurance, that kind of thing. So um, I do have a, a handful of churches here in Bastrop who have recently said they're going to give us a monthly check. Mm-hmm. And that'll help too. But that's also that's also part of my work.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, help us help us envision the space. What is uh, what is Bastrop like? What is um, what is what is your shelter space like? Um, help us picture it.
1: Okay. Well, from the big picture, Bastrop is a is a, a town of uh, about nine nine thousand people right now, majority African American. Um, and, uh, it is in the middle of cornfields and cotton fields and soybean fields. Mm. It's about a half hour from a larger city, uh, Monroe, mm. uh, but, um, still far enough so that our homeless friends here, um, aren't going down there. And as you might imagine, uh, those, the, on, the overnight shelter in Bastrop is filled to the gills. And, uh, so we're. working and we're working here uh i have i am so blessed by uh, both the um, african-american community and the hispanic community here um in a in a place like this um an old white lady who um dances on the on the patio with her black and hispanic friends is seen as a total weirdo Mm -hmm. um but we have a good time and you know uh uh, a number of my friends have said pastor christy you're not supposed to dance you're a pastor and i said <laughs> did jesus never dance i don't remember reading about that so <laughs> we have a good time we have a good time yeah.
0: i don't i don't want to live in a theological world where we uh, where we think that jesus didn't dance
1: <laughs> and drank wine for crying out loud
0: <laughs> so um so we've got, uh, you know, a a bit of a picture of, of this ministry, um, powerful ministry that you're involved with. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to invite you to sort of step back and, and reflect a bit and you can go in whatever direction you'd like to, but, um, h- how would you, how would you say that your experience at CDSP helped prepare you for the kinds of leadership that you are, um, engaged in at the Lighthouse?
1: In many ways, Um, uh, the professors were wonderful and supportive. Um, I was a little anxious about starting seminary because I'm no intellectual genius at all. That's not my gift. But CDSP um, helped me to clarify my gifts and also um, valued them, Mm -hmm. you know, um, the professors there, uh, Mark Richardson, uh, you know. Okay, I'm not a brainiac, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, we're not all brainiacs, and some of us are, and Lord knows we need them. But it helped me to see my own value um, in a way that i i hadn't I hadn't before. And I, I was grateful for that. Uh, CDSP was was beyond uh, uh, supportive, and uh, helped me to appreciate that even though I'm not an intellectually oriented person, um, I still have gifts that I can offer to community, and that was that was a blessing. Absolutely, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. How did that? How did that? Um, how did that work? Are there are there moments that you remember of of uh, where you were starting to connect those dots, or I mean, I don't know, I don't know if it's assignments or you know other kinds of experiences, but but what was it like to come to that kind of a realization?
1: Well, it really came through uh, uh, conversations uh, with with professors, but also you know I would write, you know, I had plenty of papers to write, <laughs> and in the beginning I would write them and I would think, Christy, this is not um, th- this is not. Smart enough, mm. and yet I passed the class
0: mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, I learned that uh, there are many ways to approach our understanding of the mystery of love itself of God, and um, fortunately at CDSP I wasn't judged for not uh, you know quoting scripture. Uh, Uh, off the top of my head, Mm. um, that I was much more, uh, I was much more about our relationship with God and that turned out to be okay, which I had no idea. I had Mm. no idea. Mm.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like, um, uh, we, you know, we, we talk a lot, uh, we talk a lot around the seminary about, you know, there's, um, we're sort of engaged at the same time in, in a process of education and a process of formation. And those are, you know, right. intertwined and, you know, <laughs> and it sounds like, it, it sounds like for you, I think I'm hearing you say that the, the education part prompted some real sort of formational kinds of discoveries. Is that? It really did. Yeah.
1: It really did. Yes, it did. Um, I'm not somebody uh, who has valued herself very well. Uh, for a long time, but CDSP really helped me, uh, to see that, you know, you, you can be a priest, you can be a priest. Um, your call will be a little, maybe a little different than others, but, uh, you can be a priest and, uh, and also to be around people who, who are, have very different gifts and they taught me stuff too.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So let's look at the let's look at the flip side a little bit. Um, if uh, if you were giving advice, uh, perhaps to the bishop or diocese, perhaps to CDSP, um, mm-hmm. if you were, you know, knowing what you know now um, uh, about about your journey in ministry, what um, what kinds of experiences do you wish you could have had in the course of of, of your formation, and and how might how might we um, help to facilitate that kind of learning. Hmm. I
1: can't, I can't think of anything actually that CDSP didn't offer. Um, uh, I was able to go to the jungles of Panama one summer and also to um, the border of Mexico and the United States one summer. Uh, And that was, Oh, talk about learning. Learning about different realities um, that way. Um, as I said, the professors were very supportive, uh, with wonderful senses of humor too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I can't. I I can't think of anything that CDSP uh, could offer on top of what they already have. Also, being able to. Uh, take classes from other um, seminaries in the area, other denominations, and um, you know, having having um, a Muslim preach at one of our chapel services, that kind of thing. Um, and opening us to different ways of understanding universal love. I, I just thought was was so valuable. And I have a funny story to tell. Can Please. I tell it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, um,
1: A couple of years ago, before the COVID virus hit, I was down in Monroe with um, a member of our congregation who's an OBGYN. And um, a a young black woman came up to, as our waitress. And, and, um, you know, we hit it off and we were talking and laughing and joking. And then all of a sudden she shut down. And I said to her, what's wrong? She said, nothing. And I said, no, 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 something happened. And she said, well, I just learned that you think I'm going to hell. And I said, I do? And
0: she (laughs) said,
1: yes. She says, yes. I just heard that you're a pastor and I'm Muslim. So you think I'm going to hell? And I said, oh. I said, so you recognize Jesus as one of your major prophets. And he helped all of us to understand that there is one God. She burst into tears, threw her arms around me, and she said, you know that? Mm. (laughs) And it was just such a, and, 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 and uh, my friend just cracked up laughing. That's the kind of thing that I learned from CDSP, you know, and um, I just loved that. I just loved that. Is Jesus not the son of God? Of course, Jesus is the son of God. And Jesus gave us the material example to follow. Um, But CDSP also, confirmed what I had already been feeling in my heart, um, about, about Jesus and about the world in general. And I'm just, I'm so grateful now here in rural Louisiana. mm, Not so much, but anyway,
0: (laughs) (laughs) not so much in terms of, uh, um, an encounter with a different pastor might've gone differently for your, uh, for your friend.
1: Right. Exactly. And, um, you know, we have a, a, a Muslim homeless friend who's who's at the shelter now, and um, he says the prayers of the people. At first, he was like, oh, no, I, I'm not going to come to the service, blah, blah, blah. And so, I showed him the prayers of the people. I said, what do you think about this? And he said, well, that, that's what we would pray. And I said, well, then can you do them for me? And,
0: hmm.
1: and he does. Wow. And he, wow. Yeah.
0: Tell me about the liturgical sounds like there's, there's, there's a liturgical life at the shelter. Tell, tell, tell us more about that.
1: We have a weekly chapel service. We have a chapel uh, <laughs> and um, we have so much fun. I had to get used to people saying, yeah, you know, while I'm preaching and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we have two women who, um, while I'm setting the table for Eucharist um, who sing the, uh, sing us sing songs uh, which is just so wonderful and then during you know uh the um the announcement time i literally sit down and we have about a 10 minute talk about mm-hmm. whatever is on their mind or whatever i happen to preach on or or whatever and um it, that I didn't. I did not anticipate that a chapel service at the shelter would be such a blessing, hmm. but um, it blesses all of us. It really does.
0: What um, I mean, I, uh, there's lots of ways that I can imagine that being true. Um, <laughs> it's uh, um, tell me more about your surprise and and what um, what that blessing has been like.
1: Well, it's just. Um, Uh, So many of my homeless friends have not heard that they are loved. They have not heard that they have something to offer, you know, and um, to to share Jesus's message of of love for God and one another and to help them understand that they have something to offer and that we are all together on this in this world, uh, regardless of whether we drive, you know, a Rolls Royce or a grocery cart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I, I didn't know it would have such a an effect, but it does, and it has deepened um, our relationship. My relationship with my homeless friends, because uh, I'm not making it up when I'm with them. We're having a good time together, we're joking around we're we're um and they're asking me, how can I help? That's the thing that has really changed. Mm. How can I help? what can I do that kind of thing mm. and uh it's it's been wonderful, but I didn't know I had to go I had to do it and uh and then I learned yeah,
0: wow, wow, and does how can i help does that extend sort of beyond the temporal bounds of the service i mean do you is is that a is that an attitude that is shaping the community?
1: Absolutely. Um, in terms of support for one another and and for the shelter, I thought, for instance, that I was going to have to pay um, a cleaning company to come in and clean. I don't. Mm-hmm. I have friends who are scrubbing toilets and and sweeping out the patio and mopping the floor, all of that stuff, um, and uh, they're part of the process mm-hmm. um, as the shelter continues to develop. Um, you know we're going to have um, social workers come in and um, help them move forward in their own lives but right now we're still we're still uh, working to to get the entire shelter uh settled and then and then we will move from there mm-hmm. but oh. the idea of helping one another and self-worth is just I'm so grateful to God for that I am
0: mm. mm-hmm. I feel like in the life of Christian leadership, there are those moments that like sort of remind us what all of this is for, you know, uh, that, and that put us in touch with the, these like foundational truths of the gospel, you know, uh, and, and, and of our faith, uh, the, the just like inherent dignity of, of all persons and, and the, the power of, of community and support, um, and uh, it's it's really beautiful to hear. I, I think the ways that 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 this community and in particular maybe worshiping in this community has has put you and and others in touch with that. And, and, and I I can see it in your face. Um, uh, just a powerful, powerful part of of why why we're all here.
1: <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, and it's interesting to preach. I do. I do. I'm a supply priest for um, a congregation, about in a little town, about half a half an hour from here, Ravel, and they are a wonderful congregation, but they have a different orientation toward their relationship with God, and I preach the same sermon, and the different reactions are <laughs> fascinating.
0: Um. <laughs> um, um different say more about different relationship with god
1: well um uh some people think that they know god through and through Hmm. and other people don't some people think that god uh you know punishes us and and you know gives us what we deserve and other people uh think that I uh, know that stuff that happens on an, in an earthly way life gives us heck mm. and god is with us god helps us get through it uh and and it's just the look on faces it's 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 interesting it's just interesting so yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. one last question for you um mm-hmm. based on your many experiences uh at the lighthouse what would you? What would you want the the wider Christian community or the, the wider Episcopal Church community uh, to know about about um, what you're what you're um, learning about about faith and life at the Lighthouse? What's what's your what's your proclamation for the rest of us? Uh, oh
1: dear! Um, <laughs> well, that you don't have to be a brainiac. That Jesus is called to love God and one another uh, is manifested in countless ways. And that um, it's an ongoing process. Um, Have I learned a lot? You bet. But am I continuing to learn? You bet. Mm. Uh, And uh, I'm really not fearful anymore. You know, I've learned to step out across that. I've I've developed a different understanding of carrying my cross, and uh, and the blessing of that, and at the same time, uh, knowing that there are hard things in our lives, um, but that we are never ever alone, and that's just. Uh, those are some of the things that that I have learned, and I think can be so helpful to so many. Um, when I retire, the bishop has said it's going to be very hard to find somebody to do this work in the middle of, in the middle of flipping nowhere. But also because of the kind of work that it is, mm-hmm. and um, fortunately, I'm I'm building relationships with a number of different churches here. Um, uh, there's only one Episcopal church in, in Bastrop and, um, people are coming by, you know, bringing food or, or donations and beginning to build their own relationships with this, the homeless community. And, uh, my prayer is that because of that, because of their willingness to step out in faith and across fear, uh, when I retire, uh, we're going to keep going. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, that is a, a, a beautiful vision to end on, and uh, and and a wonderful opportunity to say uh, thank you for uh, being with us. Um, for those who are listening, uh, you can learn more about the Lighthouse on the Episcopal Church of Western Louisiana's website. Um, at epiwla.org, epiwla.org. Uh, and you can uh, read uh, more in the fall 2021 issue of our Crossings magazine at cdsp.edu slash crossings. So Christy, thank you so much for joining us today on Crossings Conversations and uh, opening up uh, your ministry leadership experiences uh, with us in this space.
1: Well, thank you, Kyle. Thank you so much. Good medicine. Good medicine. (laughs) Take care.
0: Crossings Conversations is a co-production of Church Divinity School of the Pacific and Trinity Church Wall Street. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts or share it with a colleague. You can learn more about the only Episcopal Seminary on the West Coast and subscribe to Crossings Magazine at cdsp.edu.